Nutrition is remarkable in its ability to have people with completely opposite views saying they have science to support completely opposite views. Frustrating, isn't it? What are we supposed to believe? Welcome to Dynamism Biohacking. My name is Dr. Matt Hammett, wellness and nutrition expert, lifestyle trainer, and movement enthusiast. And each week, I'm going to share with you how to make the right nutritious choices despite conflicting expert opinions, where I help you to discover how to unlock your inner aborigine or your inner greatness. Thank you for spending this time with me today. So let's get into the training. In the mounds of all the research so far in our story, we've learned that the main reason behind misunderstanding in science is rat science. Conducted in a vacuum with a linear reductionist strategy. And I've also made it very clear that I am in no way implying that rat science and other animal studies are not useful. For we have made significant advances in science because of them. Each year our Nobel Prize winners are selected based on animal science. But the rationale for science is simple. Is it human? Because human is always better. Dynamic people are objective in their rationale towards science. It may be true that some highly paid science writer could write several books explaining how rats are similar to humans. The truth is simple. None of that matter. For humans are not rats. Therefore, the extrapolation of data from rats in animal studies are far from perfect and are in no way the best predictors for human anatomy and physiology. The best predictors for humans are human. While science is debating all the rat science and all other animal studies, there is a heated debate on the other side of the coin in the health promotion solution. It regards what humans should eat. And that leads me to dynamism biohack the human diet. Dynamism is the enthusiastic quality or charism that dynamic people possess that characterizes them by their vigorous action and progress. They step outside that it's genetic cliche, the blame it, name it, and tame it with a drug approach into what I call true health. This is the health class your doctor doesn't know, the wellness prevention and health promotion solution, how to get and stay well for a lifetime. That's dynamism. Let me point out this one fact before I begin this. We have hunter-gatherers living today with between four and ten times the recommended daily allowances of vitamins and minerals than industrialized humans. That's you and me. They also have physiques that match that of an NBA all-star player. And we have hunter-gatherers who cannot read who know nothing about what a vitamin is, have never read a cookbook, and cannot even write a note. And they are exhibiting these impressive levels of health. They've improved health measures in all respects compared to us without ever taking, dare I say it, a medication from Big Pharma or a vaccination or a nutraceutical product. In other words, We have examples of humanity that have never been medicalized by modern medicine and are healthier than us. 
Therefore, may I hypothesize that a rational approach that attempts to match the lifestyle habits of our ancestors within reason, of course, our inner aborigine, that we would yield these results for all of humanity. And may I add something else gently. That approach can be so simple that you need not even know how to read or write to follow it. Now, when we get into the eat driver of a dynamic health, we tend to get all technical. I want you to know that it can be as easy for you as it is for a modern hunter-gatherer who never eats processed foods, chemical additives, pesticides, herbicides, white flour, white sugar, refined carbohydrates, and so forth. And by the way, the point of this training is to show you how easy and simple this process really is. See, once you get desensitized from all the addictive chemicals in the foods you eat, this stuff is easy. They cause you to get cranky and even stressed out while you're listening to this. And the truth is, big food intentionally puts in major chemicals designed to cause you to desire more of that processed artificial food. Fake food. They are so powerful that most people suffer a withdrawal, similar to a cocaine addict during a drug recovery program. Sugar, you know that white sugar, that's more addictive than cocaine. In fact, rats in an experiment desired the sugar more than they did the cocaine. Think about this. You know, to satisfy the debate about healthy eating and the human diet, we need to cover the discussion of vegan versus paleo. The eat driver of a dynamic health is more about the psychology of eating. So I'm only going to be touching these concepts on the surface. Again, the point of this training is simplicity. At any rate, I'm going to cover some of the benefits and cons of going paleo or vegan. I think that some of these answers are going to surprise and enlighten you. You might find that one diet or the other works for you. Perhaps you're going to find one that is a mix of the two. Essentially, though, dynamic people keep it simple. Simplicity is bliss. I'm beginning with the paleo diet, one of the most popular diets in CrossFit circles and growing across the country. The paleo diet is modeled after what our ancient ancestors would have eaten thousands upon thousands of years ago. Again, try not to get caught up in the technical stuff like the term paleo because some of its background and the things that it's suggesting. The big positive with paleo is that you end up consuming a lot of wild-caught meats that are high in omega fats. You get your fruits and vegetables in a manner that makes it not so difficult. For that reason, the paleo diet can be great. The con with the paleo diet is that it tends to make someone consume too much meat, as well as some toxic animal substances. Additionally, some paleo experts do not stress organic on that diet. I have known people on the paleo diet whose diet consists of consuming conventional butter 
and fried bacon instead of organic butter and grass-fed meats. Those things matter. However, the paleo diet has ha- does have major benefits regarding following that hunter-gatherer lifestyle, our ancestors, our inner aborigine. You're getting more minerals, more omega fats, more protein, and healthier fats overall in your diet. And there are versions of the paleo diet. If you follow it in the right way, it's been shown to help improve autoimmune illness, support weight loss, and reverse most chronic diseases. You just need to be careful not to consume too many conventional animal products, in essence, the grain-fed animal product. The grain-fed animal product is a genetically incongruent food for us. Animals do not eat them in the wild. Like humans, their DNA never adapted or evolved to eat them. Another issue is the recommendation of shrimp and pork. From the research that I have seen, both from ancient texts as well as modern day science, pork carries parasites. Shrimp are bottom feeders. In fact, according to the Water Watch survey, it's been found that shrimp were by far the most toxic of all animals of the sea. They were way more toxic than tilapia, way more toxic than catfish, and even more so when compared with much of the farm fish today. Shrimp was the worst. Dynamic people want to stress certified organic and have to modify their diets due to the newer toxins and polluted species of food that are reported each year. The vegan diet is by no means any safer from toxic environment, especially when we get into the GMO revolution. Certified organic veggies reap enormous benefits of more enzymes, vitamins, and minerals in your diet. A vegan diet or doing a raw plant-based diet is beneficial for improving energy levels, alkalizing your body, reversing certain types of disease, and beating certain types of cancer. And of course, this assumes you can refrain from GMO product, as many experts, even some whole countries, have begun suppressing GMO crops and products from their land. These are genetically modified organisms, in case you don't know what a GMO is. There is another vegan diet issue. Even if you follow it with certified organic, the non-GMO product, the problem is following a vegan diet long-term. If you stay on that diet the majority of your life, you cannot get enough B vitamins. Vegans also have difficulty getting the proper amount of amino acids, zinc, vitamin D, and other nutrients. So most vegans realize this, but they tend to be very deficient in B vitamins and the right type of amino acids. Yes, you can address those deficiencies by taking a good quality vitamin B complex supplement and protein powders. Again, following a straight vegan diet is going to leave you with nutritional deficiencies at the least and toxic GMO accumulation at the most. Now, let me add my little chiropractic perspective in this. And even though I hadn't seen a whole lot of evidence in the literature, I can tell you with evidence informed, remember evidence informed means what your clinical experience has been. And I can tell you that the vast majority of the vegans that come to see me, listen, eating McDonald's 
drinking pop with high fructose corn syrup and french fries, okay, that's a vegan diet. Eating cheese crackers, that's a vegan diet. Let me tell you, that's not a good vegan diet. But people do that. In addition to that, the vast majority of the long-term vegans that I've seen over the last 15 plus years as a chiropractor and looking at radiology studies, I can tell you that their disc, the degenerative disc disease that a lot of people suffer from anyway, the vegans tend to suffer the most. I'll see the most degenerative disc disease. This is the collagen. It's built between the vertebrae, the cushion there. And see, when you chew on bones, when you're eating meat or chicken bones and bones, you're going to get a lot of amino acids from that. And you're going to get the stuff that you need to build collagen and cartilage that come from that. And I know that the, the vegans can take a product, they can supplement with B vitamins, they can take their amino acids to try to get that collagen forming building, uh, building stuff. But I'm telling you, in my clinical experience, again, this is evidence informed, the long-term vegans tend to suffer with herniated discs the most and degenerative discs and even collagen disorders and collagen diseases in their body, okay? Anyway, if you recall, the primary focus of this training is about understanding the epigenetic switches that turn on and off due to lifestyle changes. Dynamic people get to choose every day consciously. It's not genetic, it's epigenetic, and it's the environment. It is how well you express your five pillars of a dynamic health. Therefore, there are only two reasons we would express sick genes in this newer model. It would be an accumulation of toxins and or deficiencies from our five drivers of health promotion. In the case of the EAT driver, long-term vegans, like I said, promote deficiencies that we know about in science. It is also difficult to find non-GMO veggies all the time. So we are not furthering the toxins in our biology. And for that reason, I suggest following a modified version of the paleo diet regime before the vegan diet. Now, different types of vegetarian diets add in foods like wild-caught fish, fresh farm eggs, and raw organic dairy products. Those types of vegetarian diets can be followed, and one can be healthy with fewer deficiencies. Again, there are some benefits to both. There are some vegans that live to be over 100 years old, that's true, and they've addressed their deficiencies. Their digestive system was healthy enough that it helped produce B vitamins for them, and they were able to address the amino acid issues and the cartilage issues we talked about earlier. The problem is this. What about the GMO revolution that was born in the mid-1990s? We're talking 30 years ago. So 100 years old people today have only been exposed to the GMO for 30 years. Think about this. Dynamic people need to be aware of this movement and which food products are impacted the most by this revolution. Keep in mind, these are things that our DNA has never been exposed to and we have no idea what long-term consequences will arise. You need to understand that how we are growing and preparing food differs from that 100-year-old you know, guru person who's living on the paleo or the vegan lifestyle. 
because they were not exposed to the same pollutants and food technologies that we are today. That last statement is worth its weight in gold. And unfortunately, research performed in nutrition is invalid from a non-GMO perspective because our landscape across veggies to fruit to animals eating them and humans have been exposed to a new set of rules in ecology that have never existed before. So please be careful just looking at people and then making a decision. It doesn't work like that, guys. It just doesn't. The advent of technologies like gene hybridization and GMOs makes our food completely different. These food technologies are another reason we need to choose certified organic and non-GMO foods, protecting our rights as Americans to our easy access to them. Again, for the 100-year-old living today, only his last or her last 30 years have they been exposed to this. What we don't know is that our kids being born now are 100% exposed to this. And their central nervous systems are developing and cooking in that exposure. We know that the fetal blood of mom today has hundreds of toxins in it that the 100-year-old guru that followed his diet was not exposed to. I want you to see the truth of this, guys. You have to pay attention to the science, not the charism, not if I like him, he feels good, or he's cool, he's good looking, or look at that body. No, you gotta know the science, and you gotta know, is it a rat? Or is it a human? Another diet for the autoimmune, right? Another diet is following more of a traditional diet or a GAPS diet. I think a traditional diet, which is really what our ancestors ate, is more about consuming grass-fed dairy-like kefir. You end up getting a lot of vegetables and wild meats this way. And organizations like the Weston Price Foundation, well, they go to great lengths to promote these dietary measures. It's often the diet I recommend to my autoimmune patients, and they love it. The GAPS diet was designed with the sickness crisis model in mind to promote and heal intestinal function. And the diet includes a specifically designed protocol to food consumption to be followed carefully. Now, it has many different stages for specific reasons, and at each stage, specific types of foods and supplements are recommended, such as meat broth, ferments, and probiotics. You also need to avoid certain foods, especially grains, due to, due to their inflammatory states. When your body is ready, you move on to the next stage of the diet. That could take a couple of weeks to a few months, depending on many factors. At some point, after you reach the maintenance stage at the end of the diet, that part of the diet closely resembles paleo because it's a grain-free diet, emphasizing whole foods, and it restricts most industrially processed foods, right? Those with the pesticides, the herbicides, and the preservatives are a huge no-no. At the same time, it is different from paleo. It allows legumes and some dairy, like certain cheeses, although many paleo people still include cheese in their diet. 
If your gut is in dreadful shape, or if you're suffering from some autoimmune reaction, and it cannot be healed by the paleo diet alone, the GAPS diet may work wonders for you. Many people go through the GAPS for healing while they're advancing from the sickness crisis model toward the health promotion model, then switch to a paleo diet for the remainder of their lifetime wellness promotion. So the two diets combine very well. Dr. Natasha Campbell founded the GAPS diet, and it is very effective in treating all sorts of sickness crisis conditions, such as learning disorders like ADHD, sensory processing disorders, and autism. It is ideal for healing leaky gut and other kinds of issues that are neurological or immune-related in nature. And as you know, our gut is the second brain, so it's going to be very good in helping you to produce that serotonin, that feel-good chemical, so it's going to be very helpful for depression. This diet does not have to be the, you know, that difficult to be effective. In fact, I think the GAPS diet can be simpler. After you learn the principles and a few recipes along the way, it can be very simple. Specific protocol of each of these diets is beyond the scope of this training. Essentially, though, the GAPS diet is a diet that is easy to digest. A grain-free diet high in amino acids and healthy fatty acids and very low in sugar and carbohydrates. A significant benefit of this diet is the consumption of bone broth. So our ancestors would have consumed bone broth. It's packed with amazing nutrients, especially amino acids. The amino, the, uh, the amino acids, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking over my words here. So I got to get some coffee. Hold on a second. See, coffee relaxes me. <laughs> All right. The amino, the amino acids, proline, arginine, glycine, and glutamine are abundant in bone broth. L-proline is the amino acid that helps tighten up your sagging skin as you age, as well as healing gut tissues. It also helps in repairing leaky gut, which is the root cause of all autoimmune disease today, and food allergies. If you want to overcome or heal from any conditions, we know all disease begins in the gut. You've got to heal that leaky gut. When it comes to the GAPS diet, one of the best things you can do is to consume bone broth. Making bone broth is relatively e easy. All you have to do is take the necks, backs, or feet of chicken, put them in a crock pot, and let them cook for hours in a crock pot. Add a tablespoon of, or two of apple cider vinegar, which will start to pull out those amino acids in the liquid. You then discard the tissues. Just keep the liquid. Voila, chicken broth. You can do the same thing with the beef bones, which also will be high in proline. Again, that is the first thing you want to do, make some bone broth. The broth is also high in glycine, which is going to help support liver detoxification, crucial to healing and balancing the immune system. Also, L-glutamine is found in broth, which has been shown to help repair a damaged intestinal lining. After that, you start out with organic meat. You have your own bone broth, whether it might be chicken or beef broth. Then you throw in some organic meat, usually chicken or beef. That protein is easy to digest and does not affect the immune system. Add your vegetables next, whether they are broccoli, cauliflower, or cabbage. My favorite chicken vegetable soup includes celery, carrots, and onions, but any vegetable is fine to add in there. So if you're in stage one of the GAPS diet, you will by and large consume bone broth meat, and vegetables, slow cooked over the period 24 hours or at least 8 hours. This is going to be the main meal. 
try and eat that for as many meals as possible. Now, after a few weeks, typically two weeks of that stage one of GAPS diet, other things will get added in, like a little bit of sauerkraut or some probiotic rich foods. It might be a couple of tablespoons or sauerkraut juice. It might be a couple of tablespoons of goat's milk kefir or a 24-hour fermented homemade yogurt. Probiotic rich foods will get added at some point too, as well as some healthy fats such as avocados, egg yolks, coconut oil, olive olive oil or ghee. Those are the five of them of the, the healthiest fats that are permitted phase two of the GAPS diet. But over time, you can add in cooked fruit and some herbs as well, even some raw vegetables later on. Nevertheless, the GAPS diet is gonna consist mostly of these kinds of foods. Bone broth, organic grass-fed meat, organic vegetables, fruit, nut butter like a sprouted almond butter, and then also fermented dairy products like kefir or yogurt. Once again, the GAPS diet allows someone with the diagnosis or sickness to begin healing their gut more focused than the paleo diet alone. GAPS diet can also help you recover from autoimmune disease, leaky gut, and neurological conditions even helping support the healing of things like ADHD and Alzheimer's. For most people, after complete gut restoration is achieved, they move away from the sickness crisis model into the health promotion model by transferring back to a paleo approach. The paleo approach becomes their lifetime health promotion stage of their new wellness lifestyle. Of course, bone broth is the the very thing I recommend, even if you don't want to do any kind of diet and you have degenerative disc, and you're coming to see me, you know, as a, uh, the chiropractic perspective, I got to throw this in here. Um, bone broth, very useful for building up that cartilage, right? Of course, a transition from GAPS into paleo can be done with a ketogenic diet. And this is especially good if you are treating diabetes, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, and fighting cancer. The ketogenic diet also is very powerful for weight loss. It works while transitioning into a lifestyle in a lifetime approach of eating by finishing it with the paleo approach. Remember, we're not really that interested in the last 100,000 years of change. If we just focused on the last 100 years of change, we will be doing really well. Keep the concept simple. Lighten up, move better, and live fuller. If you are a current patient in our office, I love you. Thank you so much for your confidence in us. If you are not a patient, I certainly would love to meet you someday. Go to our website, newlifefamilychiropractic.net. And also, I just want to remind everyone that we got the same 24 hours in a day. I'm no busier than you are, but if your goal is to live a happier, healthier, and fuller life, You've got to learn to manage yourself. And that means managing your movement, which drives your energy. When we better manage our energy, we're better able to be more present and vibrant and enjoy our life. We're better able to manage our five pillars of a dynamic health. You deserve a life that is peaceful, that is balanced, that is happy, where you have tons of good health. The health that you need, the health that is on demand when you need it most. You see, because health doesn't come to you, it comes from you. It is a fruit that is grown and earned. 
And I know we all heard the genetic cliche, the blame it, name it, and tame it with a drug approach. But the truth is, the solution doesn't lie with more drugs and surgeries. The solution lies with you. You know it's not so much of a healthcare crisis as it is a self-care crisis in our world today. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I love you. I love hearing from you. So don't forget to reach out to me. Let me know what you thought about this episode. Do so by whatever is your favorite social media platform. Send me a message there. Let me know that you listened to this episode and what you thought of it. And as always, I appreciate it in advance anyone who is kind enough to write a review. That is the ultimate gift. I appreciate you very much for that. I love spending this time with you. I'm Dr. Matt Hammett reminding you to lighten up, move better, and live fuller. Until next, Dynamism Biohack.